This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Every year, school districts try to calculate how many students are going to show up in September so they can plan accordingly. And most years in Surrey, the numbers are, are wrong and more, way more students actually show up. So the Surrey School District has averaged about 800 new students every year for the past 10 years. Some years, it's actually many more than that. And that's why there are hundreds of portables in the district. That's also why they are trying to find a way to better manage all of these students. So what are they thinking about doing? Well, joining us now is Ratinder Matthew, Associate Director of Communications in the Surrey School District. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Simi. So where, where is the process at right now? What is the district considering? So like you mentioned, we're just growing at a rate that's, that's very unsustainable. We were averaging around 800 new students every year for the past 10 years. And that in and of itself is, is sort of two, two elementary schools or one secondary school. But these last two years, we've actually averaged 2,400 new students annually. And so, you know, this level of growth isn't sustainable unless we find some long-term solutions to meet our capacity needs. And, and our preference is to build new schools and in additions to existing schools, but we need to find some additional strategies to help us manage that. Okay, so what are those additional strategies? So we sent out a survey to all parents on Monday with 12 strategies that we're considering, and we want, we want community feedback from our staff, from our parents, guardians, around these strategies. So this is busing students to a neighborhood school, hybrid online classes, dividing the school day into two separate shifts. Um, so, you know, from 7.30 to 1.30 or 2 p.m. to 8 p.m., tri-semester schooling. So that would be, um, you know, students would have breaks at different points of the year. So some students would go from September to May, some December to August or May to December. And, you know, so these are all options that, that and, and others, you know, situating schools within residential, corporate, or community buildings. So these are all options that are, um, you know, we're still in the consideration phase, and a key part of that is getting that community input, having parents weigh in on, on options that work and don't work. And, and we know, you know, families have summer vacations, Christmas vacations, you know, kids have after-school jobs, there's sports. Uh, so there, there's a variety of things that we'll have to factor into all of these options, and, and this is the phase where we're doing all of that, and consultations are a key part of that. Is there also a realization here that, that what is being asked for or what's going on is just no longer sustainable? Like, you can build more schools, but it takes a long time. That process is is just not working for Surrey. You know, our capital submission plan, which we submit like every school district in BC, we submit that in June of every year. And it's in March of the following year that we hear back from the Ministry of Education and Child Care on projects that have been funded. But we're not getting those that infrastructure built in our, our district right now. And so, you know, we'll continue to advocate for that funding. But in the meantime, we need to we need to find some additional strategies to help accommodate this growth. And, and our priority is ensuring that there's, you know, our, that we're able to provide quality education to our students. And so that's our first priority. And, you know, we're considering a number of options um, in line with that while we continue to advocate for funding. So what is this consultation process like? You said you sent out this survey. How is this going to work? So we sent out the survey on Monday, and it's, it's an online survey um, translated in multiple languages. So parents can complete a survey in the language of their choice. And, um, and each of these options is presented to them, and they, they can choose, you know, 
how they feel about each one. And then there's also some open-ended fields where they can share some, some additional feedback. Following this, in early December, we'll be doing um, in-person consultations. So one of the options that parents get during the survey is, are you interested in attending one of these in person? And then we'll contact them directly and have them attend one of these. We're also doing in-person consultations in December with students. So we'll have um, secondary students uh, in grades 10, 11, and 12, and we'll be presenting these options to them and gathering their feedback on them. And some students are familiar with some of these. You know, we've, we've done delayed starts or extended days, you know, just by an hour where we, to manage growth at some schools already. And we've done hybrid um, online classes during the pandemic. So students will be familiar with some of these, but we want to gather their feedback on these as well and answer any questions they have. I'm wondering, where did you gather some of these suggestions from? Are these things that you have found other districts employ, perhaps in other jurisdictions? Mm-hmm. So some of these, you know, we've, we've, we've um, implemented to some degree in our district. Um, others, you know, that we've done a lot of research as well, you know, there are hybrid online classes in, in other jurisdictions around the world where they've um, implemented this to really, um, you know, and it's been very successful. And so we're looking at all of that and, and community consultation is, is a critical piece of that as well. You know, what, what works in one jurisdiction might not work here in Surrey. So we want to hear from families as well. Do you know, or have you been able to calculate like how many new schools does Surrey need at this point? Yeah, so every, like I mentioned, we submit our capital plan every June. And so the June 2023 plan, which looks forward to 2025, that plan we submitted 16 new additions, nine new schools, and six, and sorry, 10 site acquisitions. So that's that was our request to the ministry. And, and one of the things to mention, you know, this list, we've been submitting it every year, and it, it is getting longer as, as Surrey is getting bigger. So, you know, we do need investment. We need new schools and additions. But I think our district also needs to find some other mitigation strategies to help manage this growth. Right. That's what I was wondering then. Is it also a realization that there's just no way this number of schools could can be built fast enough to deal with the population? Yeah. Well, there, there's some other, you know, in this survey, one of the things that we're presenting is prefabricated modular additions or schools. And that was, you know, we had an announcement last week, which we're very excited about. This would be, you know, a cluster of classrooms in one structure with bathrooms there and, and some, some additional spaces like multipurpose spaces. So that was very exciting news. And we'd love to see more of that in our district. And the other is, you know, situating schools within residential, corporate or community buildings. You know, if you look at the Fleetwood Corridor, once the SkyTrain comes in, that expansion, there's going to be enormous growth and a lot of families are going to be moving into that area and so to help accommodate that growth because developers have already purchased all of that land around the SkyTrain and so you know maybe one option is we we build schools within some of these uh, residential structures or corporate structures. Okay so where can parents find out more information about this then if they haven't already heard or they would like to participate? So all parents would have received an email on Monday and, you know, I encourage everyone to check their junk folders. We've already received 6,000 responses. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And so I, I um, and, and the vast majority have been parents. Um, I think 60% have been families. And so check your junk folder. And if you haven't received an email, uh, let your, talk to your principal or your school and um, they can ensure that you get the link. Okay. Well, good to hear. I'm fascinated to find out what the results are. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. That's Rachinder Matthew, Associate Director of Communications at the Surrey School District. So they realize that it's not realistic to expect that 
enough schools are going to be built fast enough to deal with the overpopulation of kids that they've got right now in portables in Surrey. And so they need to try other mitigation measures too. So they've embarked on this survey process of, of asking parents, how do you feel about things like extending school hours? Like that would be managing the building time better, um, implementing multiple semesters, like a tri-semester system or uh, changing the hours of the school day or constructing prefabricated classrooms and buildings. So maybe even busing students to outside of their immediate neighborhoods. This is an important part of this process because, yeah, all these schools will not be built in time to deal with all the kids that are in Surrey. So what are the other things that they can do? As a parent, how would you feel about that? Which one of those would you find, I guess the way to put it is least objectionable? Which one do you think, yeah, you know what, that would work. That might be okay. Let me know. Simi at cknw.com.